0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. July 19th, 1545. The English warship, the Mary Rose, sinks during a battle against the invading French army. It's a huge loss for King Henry VIII, considering the Mary Rose was his favorite ship in the fleet. (laughs) Poor guy. The fate of the Mary Rose was a mystery that has lasted hundreds of years, but in recent decades the ship was pulled from the bottom of the sea and has become a priceless historic artifact. I'm Charlotte, I'm Patrick, I'm Brian. Ahoy and welcome
1: aboard Ship Hits the Fan, a podcast about some of history's most notable uh-ohs and whoopsies on the high
0: seas. And you've written something for us? You've I prepared have. Prepared a, yeah, a let statement. Yeah, let
1: me file through this uh my various uh well, files for lack of yeah. a better word. <clears throat>
2: you put in the absolute minimum of work considering that some of us spent hours on this script. Okay, well that's
1: that's suggesting that i put in the maximum amount of work on any of the other intros. So so let's let's not get things twisted here.
0: And there's that's your flowery intro for today, i guess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: I was going to say something about there's no wife greater than the sea. Yeah, but no. You know what? Screw it. We don't We don't need to do it. Yeah, we don't need to
0: do it. Um, Hey, before before we get started, uh, go follow us on everything social media. (laughs) Brian,
1: I appreciate what you do. We don't have to thank you. (laughs) It's It's better that he not know
0: this. He thrives in under duress. Well, then you just have to you just have to
1: knock him down even more. Yeah,
0: yeah. you can only
2: push a man so hard
1: (laughs) before he snaps.
0: Um, Go follow us on TikTok, Twitter.
1: Please tell Instagram. people about the show. Tell
0: people about the show. Yeah,
1: ship
2: hits pod on all those platforms. That's
0: it. Before we talk about the Mary Rose, we need a little history lesson. Oh, yeah. Oh. In the early 1500s, England was under the rule of a new king, the young Henry VIII. Hot. <laughs> He's really good looking. <laughs> Did he get a Shakespeare? Um, no, I don't think so. No. Leader wise, got Lear Caesar. You got King, you got some Henrys. You got, some Henrys? I think two Henrys could Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe.
0: And while you probably think lots of wives when you think Henry VIII, yeah. You should also note that he had another great passion in life besides executing his lovers, <laughs> and that was his ships. <laughs> hey, we all have hobbies, okay? Yeah, it's true. When you're king, Every you have everything available to you.
2: You got a country of resources available, and my man spent all those resources. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really did. <laughs> and like to spread it around.
0: At some point, ways. when the world is at your fingertips, you gotta you gotta go to extremes for your hobbies just to feel something. I mean, and sometimes executing your lover is the only way to feel something to feel anymore. something. Yeah,
1: yeah, we should have sympathy for this man. That's what I, I'm saying. I don't really think often about what a dad hobby looks like with the full might of the royal treasury. <laughs> Behind it, uh-huh. like I think about the stuff my dad has gotten into, I'm like, what? What if he were king?
0: Right, and it's like he'd be executing lovers. <laughs>
2: be, my man, my man created a new religion. Oh, it's this is that Henry. He couldn't he? Couldn't put up with the yapping at home.
0: Yes, that is true. That's Protestant. Ah, oh. a real one. Yeah, 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 a real one. Like change the world because he wanted a divorce. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. yes.
0: yes. <laughs> oh, that that king. Yeah, that's king, that's king
1: (laughs) Can't can't swear. swear.
0: Literally, okay. Uh, King King
1: (laughs)
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) So yeah, my man loved boats, naval warfare, you name it, he was into it. Immediately upon becoming monarch, his goal was to build up England's navy to become a force to be reckoned with, as it did battle with other great powers in Europe, notably its ancient enemy, France. I don't know why that's so funny to think about today, that like, for... A thousand years, France and England were just at each other's throats. Probably not a thousand years.
2: Just constantly. No, I think you're kind of, I mean, that's... It's not far off. Yeah. No, no, it's not that far off.
0: And they were all related. So Henry had a lot of work to do in the boat building department. When his reign began in 1509, England's Navy stood at a paltry five ships. Not good. No. In previous times, England didn't have much of a standing navy. Instead, kings would just requisition merchant ships when they needed them for a fight, then just load guns onto them.
1: Oh, yeah. The English did love deputizing just anyone with a boat. Yeah. For so, so long. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel like when you're an island, too, you, you, need, you need a naval presence. So... Uh, I know. That good, good, seems good important. Good <laughs> foresight. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So... While that was cost-effective, it also wasn't very efficient. Mobilizing ships in a short amount of time could be difficult. Henry, though, had a vision. England would build a standing navy of full-time military vessels, which is probably a good call when your country is an island right next to mainland Europe. True. He called it the Army by Sea. (laughs) Clever. Very clever. And by the time Henry died in 1547, the English fleet would grow to 58 ships.
1: I've seen more
0: than that. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Two of the first ships to be out of the Henry's Navy were the Mary Rose and its sister ship. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) The Peter Pomegranate. Oh, I'm sailing aboard the Peter Pomegranate. What? Uh, There's nothing to even be said. There's no joke to be made. It's just already there. The name
2: itself. It's there for you. Yeah. It's there. This is know. what the chef has prepared this evening.
0: These yeah. are, I these can't are, expand on this.
1: These are my girls, Mary Rose and Peter
0: Pomegranate. <laughs> just a, a little boy with an apple.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Both were massive. The Mary Rose was 500 tons and the Peter Pomegranate. Mm. <laughs> I hope we don't have to say that too much. About 450 we don't know the Mary Rose's exact specs, but she was about 39 feet wide at her biggest point and her keel was about 105 feet. The Mary Rose was a carrick. Is that my sa- I don't know if I'm Karak? saying carack. I think you nailed it. Oh, it's a like carrick Karak- yeah. style warship with the fore and aft sections of the ship built up to resemble high castles on either end. The middle of the ship sloped down closer to the waterline.
2: If you've seen like medieval paintings and drawings of ships you you'll it's where yeah the the back and the front are just really really high and then it just slopes down
0: yeah it's probably what you imagine when you imagine an old absolutely yes mary rose's hull had four levels separated by three decks it had nine or possibly ten sails that were flown from four masts and a bowsprit
1: I just want to thank everyone who uh, tagged us in and sent us that image of the old ship with its sails labeled and color-coordinated. I uh,
0: appreciate it. (laughs) And and now I know what the jib is. (laughs) And uh, keep sending us stuff. Today's honorable mention came from many, many submissions. Not a lot of people tagged us, including my mom.
2: Oh, and the bowsprit is the spar. Just basically, it's a really long... Kind of like a mass sticking out of the front of the ship.
0: Yeah. Apologies to all the uh, men and women who are of the sailors of the sea. I am uh, so sorry. Seamen. Yeah. <laughs> but we do have inc- <laughs> I I yeah.
1: apologize. It, no, I don't apologize. I'm just
0: saying this is redundant for them.
1: No, they need to learn.
0: They need they know. They, that's okay. What what they <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and since it was a warship, Mary Rose had a lot. You gotta emphasize this, a lot. Of guns. So many guns.
2: (laughs) That's its thing. It was the punisher of ships.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The side of the hull on the main deck level had seven gun ports on each side. Those housed the heaviest cannons and were fitted with heavy lids that were watertight when closed. The gun ports were a new design feature, and they allowed coordinated volleys from all the guns on one side of a ship called broadsides. This put the Mary Rose on the forefront of warship technology, where previously most ship-to-ship combat was conducted by smaller arms fire and crews from one ship boarding the other. So now you didn't have to jump onto the other ship and kill everyone on board. You could just stay on your ship and fire cannons at the other ship.
2: Kind of a bummer. Kind of, but also,
0: I don't know. It's pretty cool. You could stay at
2: a distance. You just swung the ship around, pointing to your port or starboard side, and just opened up. That's where the term, I think, broadside comes from.
0: Yeah.
2: I think both.
0: Both pretty cool.
1: Yeah, both are are very cool. Different uh, degrees of mastery, and you can kind of save people from dying. Now you just launch a
0: cruise missile off of ships. I think that's their function. Yeah, no, I, I
2: don't think anyone's even driving them anymore. No. There is a certain romanticism of, yeah, getting your ship up close and you're shooting your rifles and your muskets at each other. But basically, you got to board their other ship to win yeah, and
0: yeah, kill yeah, everyone. Yeah. So Mary Rose helped to change the rules of naval warfare by turning ships into mobile giant weapons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ship sported a total of 78 guns early in its life, including carriage-mounted cannons, ship-supported guns, along with anti-ship and anti-personnel weapons. So, yes, the Mary Rose was basically a floating armory. Wow. Do you think they did amateur wrestling shows and BattleBots tournaments on the weekends? That's what I know of armories.
2: <laughs> it was definitely the <laughs> dude's rock of ships. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Some have said that Henry insisted on the ship's design, and it was widely reported that the Mary Rose was his favorite ship. I'm pointing to
1: the front and back. Taller! Yeah, <laughs> Make yeah. it taller! More. <laughs> I want more <laughs> ship. I don't want to be anywhere near the sail, Ace.
0: Construction of Mary Rose began on January 29th, 1510 in Portsmouth, and she was launched in July of the next year. As for its name, some said it was inspired by Henry VIII's favorite sister, Mary Tudor, Queen of France, and they believed the rose was chosen because it was also the emblem of Henry's house, Tudor. So it's like Game of Thrones with less lions, dire wolves, all that stuff. The Tudors, you know, look up, look look into them. I haven't watched that show. I haven't either. I'm just saying that they're,
1: they're important. Yeah, no, they, uh, they had a, <laughs> a big least, deal. They had a yeah, lot of big deal that, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The fact that uh, this guy is the King of England and his sister is the Queen of France. And Had it both unlocked. of those countries, and also are at war, and he's and are, building the ship exactly, to, yeah, yeah. yeah, to decimate her. <laughs> but yeah. also could have possibly named it after her, yeah. Yeah, family. Well, hang on. It's a lot.
0: Because historians argue that there was no direct evidence suggesting that Henry named the Mary Rose after his sister. Oh. Yeah. Instead, it was more common for ships to get pious Christian names. Hot. We all remember the apostle Peter Pomegranate. (laughs) (laughs) I hope one day to meet him at the gates of heaven. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Saint Pomegranate
0: which means that it's more likely that the ship was named after the Virgin Mary, who was also known at the time as the Mystic Rose. Really? I guess so. Cool yeah. name. That is pretty then. cool, yeah. Mystic
2: Rose. That was her handle. That was her handle. <laughs> yeah, her Twitter oh, handle. yeah, okay.
1: It's, it's Mystic Rose with like a, a one.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Despite all of its weapons, the Mary Rose also got a lot of praise for her mobility. In 1513, she was put into a race against nine other ships, and our girl... Came out on top. Okay. That's right. All those guns and
2: fast. The yeah. whole package. I love uh, it. They did find woman.
0: marijuana in her system, though. So. <laughs> 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 so we're not sure, you know, if it yeah. was an honest victory. Yeah, right. English Admiral Edward Howard described her as, quote, the noblest ship of sail of any great ship at this hour that I believe be in Christendom. Christendom. I forget that people talk dumb.
1: Yeah, people. <laughs> people <laughs> people were talking <laughs> dumb back people then. People weren't read. Yeah, but oh man, I would just just marvel at a ship. I know. Look at look at her beautiful ship. We love her. That's all we have going on. Her beautiful curves. The beautiful curve. <laughs> She's so fast. Tall. So many guns. Oh my god! Can you You're,
0: introduce us? I'm getting flustered. <laughs> <laughs> While well, some believe that the Mary Rose sank in its first outing, that was not true. Just six months after the ship was launched in 1512, Henry had declared war on France, wanting to show off his medal. Probably just wanting to play with his new fleet of toys, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And he was a young man, like just a young buck trying to to make a name for himself.
0: That's right. I think that's why we go to war now, though, too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) There's resources also, I guess. Yeah. Not that we need necessarily or could get Um, by other means, but, you know. Yeah. The Mary Rose was picked as the flagship of his fleet and won a great victory in the Battle of St. Matthew on August 10th, 1512.
1: Wow, that is, is—it's only like a year into its service.
0: Yeah. In the battle, just off the coast of the Brittany region of France, the Mary Rose shot out the main mass of the French warship, the Grand Louise, killing 300 men and taking the ship out of commission. The Grand Louise. Yeah. This was a historic event, too. It was the first time that two ships fitted with gun ports engaged each other at range without an attempt of either crew boarding their opponents, making it a watershed moment in naval history. The battle resulted in an English victory, and the Mary Rose had already begun to earn a reputation as the most fearsome ship in Henry's new navy. So cool that there was a time where, like, an individual ship (laughs) was like, strike fear into people's...
2: Yeah, it's like the Black Pearl. Yeah. Individual ships, even like individual people could like swing a battle. Like if you just kicked enough booty,
0: you you could change it. After participating in numerous battles with Henry's war against France, which ended in 1514, the Mary Rose underwent a major rebuild in 1536. Tensions were running high in Europe after Henry VIII broke from the Church of Rome and he began reinforcing a lot of his warships, possibly as a defense against an invasion.
2: Yeah, he, he was, he was paranoid that basically the Catholics in Europe would come, like, <laughs> come invading.
0: Yes. Come Which, and make,
2: I mean, talk to his wife. There's a whole, they're you know. <laughs> <laughs> Against his heathen church. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The Mary Rose's remodel greatly increased the weight of the ship from 500 tons to 700 and added an extra tier of guns to its broadside. She's bulking up. Yeah. Just for the winter. I mean, look, you're taking on the church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now Homer Simpson is just designing it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Marge, we
2: need more guns.
1: <laughs> How am I supposed to defeat the Pope with just 78
0: cannons? <laughs>
2: 78's okay. <I> guess. <laughs>
0: Her sides were also strengthened in order to accommodate the extra weight. Her low, low sides. Yeah. Yeah. This, Mm -hmm. however, had one really bad side effect. The modifications also negatively impacted the Mary Rose's previously impressive sailing abilities. Can't go as fast anymore. You got all that extra weight. Well, you know, sometimes you have to make trade-offs in life, Patrick. I I, Look, I hear you. I can't
1: sail like I used to. (laughs) Yeah. Dragging around two hundred extra tons yeah. after COVID,
0: come on! I know. <laughs> By the fifteen forties, England and France were at war again. They got bored, presumably. <laughs>
2: they must. Someone on each side must have had some new ships. I yeah. I think they were just like also really bad neighbors, and whenever like one of them forgot to mow their lawn, one of them would call the homeowners association, yeah. and then they'd knock on the door. Hey, did you call on me? And then it was on.
0: Yep. Yeah. In September of 1544, Henry captured the French town of Boulogne, but his alliances with his other countries like Spain had fallen apart and England was left isolated against France. As revenge for the invasion, France planned to return the favor and invade England. (gasps) No. Oh my god a massive fleet of 200 ships headed from France and reached the southern coast of England.
1: <laughs> this The sound of accordions
2: drifting across the open sea. <laughs> a bunch of the- <laughs> Why do all the masts have berets on top?
0: People, <laughs> people leaning against the masts, smoking long, thin cigarettes. <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't know ships could smoke cigarettes, <laughs> but here we are and make patty comments about what England was wearing. Yep, do yep. you smell? Cheese.
0: All right. I, like, okay. As I was saying, a massive fleet of 200 ships headed from France and reached the <laughs> southern coast of England on July 12th, 1545.
2: This is how you say the worst brunch I've ever had.
0: <laughs> I mean, I imagine they were just mad that they had to work, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Got him.
1: Please nah. give us your castles Boom. We have to nap in 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> 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 A week later, on the 19th, the French fleet entered the Solent, a strait between the Isle of Wight and Great Britain, putting France directly up against the British mainland. Henry watched from a nearby castle as the French fleet arrived. His admiral brought out his biggest ships, including the Mary Rose, to meet the invaders. But they were heavily outnumbered, numbering only about 80 ships compared to France's 128 if you're wondering, France had lost some ships in various battles since leaving France for England. With some? With just like stragglers? God, I don't know. I,
2: I, I, I th- they were
0: doing some raiding and, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh, of yeah. course, yeah. It wasn't just a straight For shot. the war effort.
2: Yeah. hmm
0: This show is brought to you by Electric E-Bikes. I love riding bikes. I used to build bikes all the time. I took it everywhere. But I'm a little older now. You know, I got to take things into consideration. If I'm riding my bike for too long, will I be able to feel my butt after a few miles? You know, am I going to get tired? How far am I going? Is it too far for me to go on a regular bike? And I always assumed electric bikes, they're way too expensive. Finally, though, there is an e-bike made for everyone, electric e-bikes, and they start at just $799. They're the fastest growing e-bike company in the US, and it's easy to see why. Electric e-bikes are affordable, customizable, and ship-free, fully assembled. You don't got to do nothing. Plus, they quickly fold in half. No bike rack or truck required. So leave the car at home, save on gas, and save the planet when you explore and commute on electric e-bikes. They were kind enough to send me an e-bike. I love it. There's a bike path right outside my house. I love getting on that thing. Anytime I can use that instead of my car, that's a, that's a big win for me. It's really cool. It's got a little digital readout. Nicely folds in half. The battery lasts quite a while, and it actually charges pretty quickly, too. And it's super fun to ride the electric e-bikes mission is simple make e-bikes accessible for everyone surprisingly affordable they start at just 799 That that is way less than the competition they're adjustable and customizable so they're comfortable even for people who don't normally ride bikes you can basically adjust everything on this the handlebars the seats whatever you need electric e-bikes fold up ship free come pre-assembled and pre-charged i can confirm that came with a full charge you'll be on the road in no time The battery is hidden away and there's an LCD display featuring speed, range, and adjustable power levels. So you're not gonna be stuck out in the middle of nowhere with a dead battery. You're gonna know exactly where you're at. You can cover up to 45 miles at up to 28 miles per hour on just a four to six hour charge. That's way more eco-friendly than a car. You can explore the great outdoors or the city while keeping the air clean. Join the affordable e-bike revolution. Go to electricebikes.com and use code SHIPHITSTHEFAN to get a free foldable, mountable bike lock with any bike purchase. That is a free bike lock when you use code SHIPHITSTHEFAN at L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-E-S dot One last time, go to electricebikes.com and use code SHIPHITSTHEFAN to get a free foldable, mountable bike lock with any bike purchase. Thank you, Electric E-Bikes. <laughs> Now, we don't know exactly what happened next because accounts vary, but maybe the best version comes from an eyewitness to the battle. According to their report, during the fight, the Mary Rose fired guns from her starboard side, then began to turn, which would let her fire her port side guns in a second salvo. But as she turned, the Mary Rose listed and her starboard side sunk low in the water. Mm. The eyewitness, the Spanish ambassador, Francois van der Delft, wrote that the Mary Rose heeled over with the wind.
1: I'm sure she was fine, though.
0: Oh, yeah, a big girl like her? Yeah. Come on. Come on. She'll be all right. Yeah. She's the Mystic Rose. Compounding the listing was the fact that the ship's starboard gun ports were still open after firing her cannons. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: The ship's list got disastrously worse, and finally, its starboard side dipped below the water line. Water flooded in through the open gun ports, and the ship sunk in a matter of minutes. Oh. Yeah. Of the nearly 500 men on board, give you a idea of the scale of this thing there were 500 men on it no more than 35 survived oh yeah
2: oh man close the gun port i know
0: uh. well that's on them yeah
2: that's
1: on them uh yeah king henry dove in afterwards he was digging around the water he's like (laughs) no 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 no, mary no (laughs) please no god
0: Despite the tragedy of the Mary Rose sinking, she was the only loss of the battle.
1: (laughs) Sank herself. I
0: I guess so. France couldn't capitalize, and the two fleets stalemated, which effectively was a win for the English. Okay. Yeah. Finally, on July 23rd, the French admiral made the decision to retreat. For their part, the French... Oh, oh,
2: we must uh, must leave now.
0: That's their specialty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, Just the French leaving early, leaving, retreating. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, That's military failures. Mil- military failures, surrender. Yeah, white flags. Yeah.
0: For their part, the French claimed they sank the Mary Rose with a bombardment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> they had a press conference.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're going so hard on the ancient French. It's they're not ancient. I guess five hundred years ago. It's
1: fun. You know, we get an episode every once in a while where we can. <laughs>
2: Be, walk on fewer eggshells. They were definitely like the big power of continental Europe. Oh, though. for sure. Yeah. They, they, you you know. Know. yeah. It was, they were, it, it was like, they They were, and, and I think that the all of British foreign policy was to keep any one power from getting too big because yeah. they didn't want, you know, Europe to unite.
0: Exactly. Oh my God, no. Henry's navy repelled the French invasion, but his favorite ship was now at the bottom of the ocean.
1: Oh God. <laughs> Get me a wife. Yeah, I need to. Gotta I need kill to kill something. God, I'm. Not, I am going through it right now. I gotta kill something that I used to love.
0: Yeah. Still, nobody thought this was a huge deal. Soon after the battle, his men thought it would be easy to raise the Mary Rose.
1: <laughs> I love this. I love what's about to happen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is some coyote and roadrunner. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right yeah. There.
2: And it works out about as well. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
0: To similar results. Divers attached cables to the mass of the ship, and those cables were then attached to two ships. The plan was for the two ships to sail away from each other, okay? (laughs) Thus, obviously, raising the Mary Rose, right? This makes sense. This is
1: a 700-ton ship underneath hundreds of meters of
0: water. This is also how they would execute people. Yeah, like, just yeah, tie yeah. two horses to the just guy and have him, him run. Like ass, they yeah. know how this works. They should know how this works.
2: I think that works better against some peasant who's like, you know, I have some questions about God, mm-hmm. rather than a seven hundred ton. Hey, uh, sure.
0: where are
1: my taxes going?
0: Well, also the intent <laughs> there was to tear the peasant in half.
1: Yes, it was, but uh, that's. But not in this exactly case, maybe
0: it here. would work to raise a ship. The plan was for the two ships to sail away from each other, thus raising the Mary Rose. But this plan failed after the two ships' masts broke during the attempt. Other attempts in the following weeks also failed. It's, Why would you tie it to the mast? It's, it's, that seems like the weakest point of a ship, right? It's I don't just know, a, it a seems beam. strong to me. I'm sure it's strong, but. <laughs> It's like
2: those videos where they're trying to pull something out of like a swamp or something and they hook up the the rope to a truck's bumper. And Uh, the the bumper immediately flies. It just
1: destroys
0: the car. It's
1: like if you tie like a string around a child's tooth that's loose and the other end around a bike and it rips off the seat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) you got to send me those videos. (laughs) (laughs) I have looked far and wide.
1: That happened to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: And thus, the Mary Rose sat at the ocean bottom for hundreds of years. Oh. So let's fast forward now to one day in 1836, when divers John and Charles Dean were exploring wrecks in the Solent.
2: Just, just for fun? Just cause? I don't know. I mean they're like... Brothers, they're just doing bro things.
0: Look, I'm old enough to remember a time pre-internet, and you would just get out there and do anything.
2: Yeah. Get out and play. Their yeah. moms were like, get out there. I don't want you in the house until dinner.
0: That's right. I would yeah. I would spend like eight hours in the marsh, just the swamp behind my home. <laughs> I don't know what I, the hell I was doing.
1: You, as a quick jaunt from my house, you could find unused
0: railroad tracks. <laughs> oh, the best. The
1: best. There's nothing, nothing better. Be better. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Just throw rocks. Yeah. it. And if you're and lucky, place. a dead body. Yeah. Which happens more often than you'd think. Too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. So, while the brothers were checking out the strait, they got a weird request. Some fishermen asked for their help. Their nets kept getting caught in a particular area, and they wanted the divers to see what was up. The two men discovered the source of the problem. The nets were getting caught on the wreckage of the Mary Rose. That that is a dream day for a dive. First of all, you're just diving with your brother, right? You're just out there having a good time. Yeah. And some people are like, hey, our nets are getting caught. Can you check this out? I mean, right off the bat, that, that alone is enough to Hey, be, we liked your vibe. We saw you from across yeah. the Salent and we liked your vibe. That's enough to make your whole day right there, I think. But then yeah. you discover the, the jewel of the English fleet in <laughs> yes, the yes, 1500s Henry, in the process. The favorite
1: ship, yeah. which had, had no one ever looked there before, I wonder. I think they probably just forgot. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was, it was two, two like brother it. divers that found yeah. the Gloucester. that other ship that was noted as the most uh, notable since the Mary Rose. Yeah. So brothers,
2: get out there, (laughs) get diving with your bro. This happens in astronomy all the time too. Like amateur astronomers like discover stuff routinely. Oh yeah. Yeah, just just out there looking, just on the hunt.
0: So after 300 years, the Mary Rose was rediscovered. The brothers recovered several large guns from the ship, which created a huge amount of public interest in the fate of the Mary Rose other artifacts followed more guns as well as rigging blocks rope and even some human remains Hmm. some of the finds were sold off the mast itself was chopped up and made into book covers snuff boxes and other trinkets
1: that part is so wild it's like such a like early to mid 1800s spin on the discovering like say look at this it's this, this this ancient wreck there's a lot of good
2: wood in that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have been meaning to make a new snuff box. Um, oh, I was watching something recently, just some like video of a guy who makes boots on YouTube or whatever. And he had yeah, those are good. The most expensive leather he had was something that was recovered. It was like 700 year old Italian leather that was just recovered from a ship that huh. had sunk. And it might not have been seven. It was boots? old.
1: Did he make boots with it? Uh,
0: I think you had the option to, but they were incredibly. I mean, this is out of our price range, certainly. Yeah. Well. Maybe sponsorship is in order. It could be. <laughs> One museum in London even has a stoneware jug featuring a bearded face that is believed to have been recovered from the Mary Rose. But as the years went on, people in the 1800s apparently just kind of got tired of the Mary Rose. The site was eventually abandoned by
2: 1843.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh,
2: also a very 1800s thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah,
0: it's just like, hey.
2: yeah, I, I don't know.
1: What about steam power? Why would <laughs> yeah. you want some crummy old wooden boat? Which brings us
0: to our second rediscovery of the Mary Rose. or
1: first rediscovery? Yeah. Second discovery? Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: Anyway. In the 1960s, the military historian and diver Alexander McKee founded a group to investigate wrecks in the Solent Strait. His team used sonar to scan the seafloor and eventually found, again, the Mary Rose. (laughs) Uh Huh. (laughs) She, She wants to be found.
2: And he was go. I think that was his goal, too. Oh, I he, think was he was looking for the Mary Rose? Yeah, this was intentional.
0: Yeah. Over three years, starting in 1968, his team of volunteer divers used water jets, dredging equipment, and airlifts to excavate the site. Over time, the wreck of the Mary Rose was slowly and painstakingly cleared with every artifact and piece of wood recorded and cataloged.
1: God, think about how many book covers they could
0: make. I <laughs> you know, snuff boxes. Was snuff still hot in the 1800s? Probably, Must right? Must have been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This climaxed in 1982 when a large section of the hull was raised from the ocean in a televised event witnessed by millions. In all, more than 26,000 artifacts and pieces of timber were raised from the sea, along with remains of about half the crew members. Half? Yeah. Well, I mean, presumably the other half just floated off or, you know. The ship's artifacts gave an unprecedented view into Tudor life. Analysis of the crew's skeletons shows many had suffered malnutrition, had evidence of rickets, scurvy, and other deficiency diseases. Crew members also developed arthritis through the stresses on their joints from heavy lifting and maritime life.
2: Oh, that just means you're living life. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. And their average age was probably 16 years old.
0: Something something. like that. That might be a little old. Probably a little (laughs) younger, but yeah. Researchers also recovered rosaries from crew members, as well as a chest from the ship's master carpenter, which contained a book, three plates, a sundial, and an early backgammon set. Animal remains were also found, including a dog who was found outside the ship's carpenter's cabin.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. How did it... How did it stay alive for so long? <laughs> I think
0: <laughs> this was the remains of the dog. <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog oh, had passed.
1: gosh. The yeah. heckin' pumper. And
0: regardless of drowning, would have passed 500 years ago regardless. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. dogs oh. typically don't live five, 600 years. Oh, from what I know.
1: Man, that is going to ruin my day. I know. I'm sorry. Oh.
0: Many of the cannons and other weapons from the Mary Rose have provided invaluable physical evidence about the 16th century weapon technology. Again, they weren't concerned with weapon hi- like naval history at the time. It was probably just a ship would go down or it'd be decommissioned, and they'd just tear it apart for parts, yeah, yeah, have yeah, some drawings yeah. or something maybe. but
1: has anyone seen my dog
0: <laughs> <laughs> Today, The Mary Rose is one of several vessels on display at the Portsmouth Historic Dockyard. The museum has some nineteen thousand artifacts from the ship. Its website calls it a time capsule of Tudor life with the largest collection of genuine Tudor artifacts you will ever experience.
1: Yeah, this this uh, wreck discovery is like super, um, it's like one of the only like intact wrecks from this time period that, yes. that you can see.
2: And- uh, It's like all wood. Yeah, it's yeah, Yeah,
1: it's, it's kind of amazing that they have as much of it as they do.
0: Yeah, and check out pictures of that, it's pretty amazing. As to what sank the Mary Rose, there are a number of theories. In a letter just a few days after the sinking, Lord High Admiral John Russell claimed that the ship had been lost because of wretchedness and great negligence. What is wretchedness?
2: Russian? Russian? Think, I think like wretchedness. I'm not sure. Yeah, wretchedness. Kind of blaming the crew, basically. You're being wretched.
0: Oh. Oh. Three years after the sinking, the book Hall's Chronicle claimed the sinking was caused by too much folly, for she was laden with much ordinance, and the ports left open, which were low, and the great ordinance unbreached, so that when the ship should turn, the water entered, and so donely she sank.
1: There's a lot of ease at the end yeah, of the word Yeah, this is spelled uh, like, crazy. This is Middle English or
0: whatever here. Some, some I know Patrick
2: sounds like an idiot there, but he really did a good
0: job. I sound incredibly intelligent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, so, yeah.
0: Some have also questioned the eyewitness account that the ship sank as it was in the process of turning after firing all its cannons on one side. Guns recovered from both sides of the ship were found still loaded, which could mean that something else had gone wrong and that it hadn't fired all the weapons on its starboard side. Modern historians think the Mary Rose was unstable for a number of reasons, which left it vulnerable to strong winds. Some think that the ship had accumulated additional weight over the years and had finally become unseaworthy.
1: Yeah, there's too many people just stuffing trash in the kitchen, cushions,
0: <laughs> yeah. you know, like
1: coins and stuff. You load it. Well, that remodel. Yeah. With the remodel, definitely. Yeah. Good bones, but you, you, you know, there's only so much, much you can do. You can only, yeah. yeah. At
0: some point, you need a full teardown rebuild.
1: Yeah. I mean, my parents redid their living room and it sank.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> in 2000, a program on Britain's Channel 4 attempted to investigate the wreck using scale models of ships.
1: So cool. I don't
0: know, this just sound, yeah, this just, again just sounds like people with time on their hands. Like, oh, why don't we build scale models and, and sync them? I mean, I'm in it sounds support awesome. this. Yeah. Yeah, this, no, it sounds cool as hell. Great, so great idea for do. a show.
2: Yeah. Great idea.
0: Initial tests showed that the ship was able to make the turn described by eyewitnesses without capsizing. But in later tests... A fan was used to create a breeze similar to the one reported to have suddenly sprung up as the Mary Rose went to make the turn. As the model made the turn, the breeze forced the main deck gun ports below the waterline, causing the model to flounder within a few seconds. A
2: breeze.
0: A breeze, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's to scale, it's to scale.
2: Scale, yeah. Okay.
0: August. (laughs) Yeah. That was basically what eyewitnesses had reported, especially the suddenness with which the ship sank. So, I don't know. Yeah, there's a bunch of people looking around. Where's the Mary Rose? Hang on a second. Well, hold on. I could have sworn. Have you Have you noticed five hundred people seem to be gone?
1: <laughs> Where's me dog?
0: Yeah. Anyway, there you have it. That is the story of the Mary Rose, a ship with a lot of guns that was basically the main woman in Henry VIII's life. Yeah, it was great and,
1: love, and, and and met a fate much like the
0: others. <laughs> Well, yeah, I would say he it's didn't, the he the didn't intentionally execute this one. <laughs> well, I
1: think maybe when he was like, more guns! Well,
0: yeah. Yeah, that probably didn't
1: okay. help. <laughs> but he did not cut it off at the mast. No, no,
0: no, no. So, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, there you have it. Maybe a little shorter of a one today, but maybe I it was fun. Maybe a little bit. We, uh, we enjoyed that one. We have
1: to find it, but we've definitely gotten messages from people who are either associated with or have worked at the museum.
0: Yeah, yeah. Send us, if you do work at the Mary Rose, the museum that houses the Mary Rose, send us some shots.
1: Send us some shots. We would love to see them. We'd love to repost them.
0: And tell us how dumb we are, how wrong we are. And tell us everything we got wrong
2: about (laughs) English history. First of all, it was not the 1500s. Yeah, Yeah. this
0: happened in 1992. Look, we fought a war so that we don't have to care about this stuff anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we bailed y'all out of WW2, so,
0: uh, we write the history now. Well, we got a great, speaking of, uh, English history, uh, we got a great honorable mention today that comes from Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I today see. we say well, fair, what, you have something to a, say? Yeah, I do actually. What's that? B. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can we get more of like a colonial B today? Um... Just do a more colonial one. <laughs> I was trying to do real colonial, yeah, no, I,
2: got I just think like...
0: Today, we say farewell and goodnight to a legend. <laughs> <laughs> the Hong Kong jumbo floating restaurant has sunk. Uh, yeah. Oh! Uh, yeah. No! The restaurant which you may recognize from movies such as The Man with the Golden Gun and Godzilla vs. Destroya*, was three-story. This is basically a giant restaurant on a barge. It's kind of an icon of, like, the Hong Kong, of just Hong Kong, I it's, guess.
1: It's, you have to look up pictures of it. It is it's enormous. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I know we call cruise ships buildings at sea, but this one's just a building. Yeah, it's just a building. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Not even building.
0: like, yeah, it's a building at sea, but, like, there's no, uh, it's literally just a building. It's not boat-shaped. No, no. No, it's, it's not. So it was part of a larger kind of floating con- complex that in I think there was like another restaurant in there. There's a few other things. They're all on smaller barges. This was definitely like the main, this was the flagship uh, building at sea of this complex of buildings at sea. It was an icon of the Hong Kong Harbor and it was three stories tall and nearly 260 feet long. Mm-hmm. It unfortunately closed down during the pandemic. So there was no customers, but this is still a three story tall building floating in the harbor. Yes. So there's constant maintenance. It's also like 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So there's constant maintenance. It ended up costing apparently about $13 million just sitting there. Oh, God. For like two years or whatever yeah. with no customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did, it did uh, play host. Some famous people. I saw Tom Cruise ate there. What? Yeah. It was kind of just like... What did he have? They didn't say. Oh, okay. I think, you know, you're going through Hong Kong. Chances are you're probably going to, you know, stop there. It's a big tourist thing. Yeah. Um, It was kind of, you know, it was an icon, though. The ship met its end while being towed away for repairs. They basically... The rent in Hong Kong Harbor is not (laughs) friendly, I would say. To say the least. They were towing it somewhere cheaper to get it repaired. At some point during that process... The ship began to capsize, and due to just the sheer size of it and the depth of the South China Sea where it sank, it was, quote, extremely difficult to carry out salvage works. And (laughs) apparently they didn't really try. I mean, like, I'm not blaming them here. This is a three-story building kind of in the middle of the sea. Yeah. Like, I mean, what are you going to do? Pretty far down there, too. Tie some balloons to it? I like, mean, I think
1: you, what you do is you get two old wooden ships and then tie ropes from their masts down <laughs> oh. to maybe some of the, like, uh, tables or, like, an oven, yeah, something yeah. heavy. Something then, loose. Yeah, something yeah. Loose and have them just go, go in opposite directions.
2: Get me 500 of the king's favorite pigeons and
1: yep.
0: attach <laughs> them
2: to the ship. But
1: first you have to fire them out of the cannon down into the sea <laughs> yes. so, they can, so they can grab hold. Uh,
0: unfortunately, the restaurant now sits about 3,280 feet deep oh at the bottom God. of the sea. Yep. God. That is phenomenal. Uh-huh. Wow. And <laughs> I, I, I think there is some kind of ongoing investigations here to see like I mean, Was my, insurance, my guess is, you know? yeah, insurance insurance yeah. fraud would probably be
2: the main thing, right? It's always weird how those, yeah, it's like when a restaurant catches fire after it, you know, it had declared bankruptcy or whatever.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, who knows, right? Like, maybe it just sunk. You know, you take something like this out into the middle of the sea, uh, it's probably gonna sink. Yeah. Especially I mean, when it it's desperately look, in need of repairs and stuff like that. Uh, but eh, It knows? doesn't
1: look seaworthy.
0: No, no. I don't think it's meant to be taken on pleasure <laughs> cruises. <laughs> this is, this this is, is 40 harbor, a forty foot wave harbor yeah.
1: only ship for sure. Well, I can I can say for, for one that it's left a jumbo sized hole in our hearts.
0: Yeah. We we salute you today. Um, may you may you rest peacefully. In 3,000 feet of water. Oh,
2: my God. R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Any relation to
1: Jumbo's Clown Room?
0: The strip club in L.A.? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because they're above water. Yeah, but they're not even in a harbor. They're just on land. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, no, not that I know of. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, hey, and also if you've got a picture of yourself uh, that maybe you were on the salvage crew I uh, who was towing it out say to sea. At the strip club. Oh, at the Jumbo's Clown Room. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're if you're at Jumbo's Clown Room, send us some shots.
2: Yeah. Get consent if you take pictures of any of the yes, girls. Yes, of yes, course, of course. But or, or if you're on the the Jumbo Floating Restaurant, if you ever visited it prior yeah. to yeah, the weekend, yeah, that's speaking, but, well, that's we what I was going to ask.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Cruz, I know you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think those shots
0: are public, I think, probably. But probably. probably okay,
1: well, if you want to send Tom Cruise's uh, publicity photos at the Jumbo, <laughs> Jumbo yeah. Floating Restaurant, there, we'll take those, too.
0: There is, actually. I was trying to, because it, it looked like most of the movie, there were quite a few movies that were shot there. Um, and most of them used the interiors, but the Godzilla vs. Destroyo one is great because it is just Godzilla behind the floating restaurant. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. Yes. Check that out. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's all we got. We will see you next week. May your bones bleach in these sands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, that's all I got. You got anything? Uh, ship hits pod ship hits on all pod, social?
1: get at us. I mean, like, we really want to, like, Boost the numbers. We're trying to become the number one podcast in history, yeah. and so and we're we could, close. We could, we're close. We're definitely uh, the trajectory looks good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> but but you know, tell people about it. Like you know, put it on on a road trip. Don't be deterred by someone saying, "Oh, I want to listen to music." No, they right. don't. This is you weird know, to
0: put on. You on know Force your friends to listen to. You, say no, 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 and then make them download it and play it off their phone. Exactly. That's yeah, the simultaneously. That's the key.
2: Yeah, that's how it works. That's podcasting. Yep. That's you marketing. and your parents can definitely bond over this podcast. Uh-huh. I would say,
0: I have with you my and parents. your dad. Yeah, you I have with mom. Patrick's parents. Oh, <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you haven't. All right, see everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.